All right. Uh, the question I have this evening for you guys is um, how many of you have ever either played or have ever tried to play a musical instrument? Uh, well, in school, I signed up for band uh, early on because I wanted to play a trumpet. And I told my uncle, and he said, hey, you know, I played a trumpet in school, and here's what your music teacher will probably ask who wants to play a cornet. And that's when you raise your hand, because you always start out with a cornet before they move you up to a trumpet. And so, um, you know, I was sitting there and waiting, and finally they asked, you know, who wants to play uh cornet or something like that and I thought uh, I think that's what uncle said and so I raised my hand and uh, but they apparently had said clarinet so when they uh, that all came through uh, I was playing clarinet okay so that's what I played in school and I was horrible like uh, second to last chair most of the time and um, they finally moved me to the saxophone the baritone saxophone I, I quite like that better but I was still I think I was last chair of three and so, uh, yeah, anyways, uh, anyways, uh, today, uh, uh, we're going to look at how Jesus taught his followers to play something like a trumpet or a horn, okay? So, tips from Jesus on playing a horn. Our passage begins in Matthew 6, uh, Matthew 5 was, uh, Jesus began the Sermon on the Mount, and he made it clear that, uh, that we are not righteous, uh, our hearts are broken, um, even when a man looks at a woman out of lust, he's broken God's command. Even even though he hadn't committed adultery in his body, in his heart he did. And so he's he's broken God's commands. Uh, so we're all guilty. And then Jesus says that we must be perfect, even as our Father in heaven is perfect. So, you know, that's a problem for us, right? And then Jesus said he didn't come. To abolish the law. So you know, we're guilty. What are we going to do? But then he says that, but he came to fulfill the law. So that's the good news of, of the gospel. Jesus came to fulfill the law, and he gives us and imputes those who believe in him his righteousness. But it doesn't stop with that. He also gives us his Holy Spirit, which enables us to actually uh, um, walk in obedience and be righteous, practically. And so that's where sanctification comes from, and, and that's the way God works in our life. Um, so we are able to be righteous. So there's two kinds of righteousnesses. Uh, there's there's true righteousness that comes through Jesus. Um, it's, it's His righteousness, even when it works in us, to motivate and quicken us. And then there's, like, self-righteousness, which is, is false, right? Okay. And so let's begin in, in chapter 6, Matthew, and see what Jesus is talking about today here. And we'll begin uh, verse 1. Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them. For then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. Thus, when you give to the needy, sound no trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may be praised by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. 
Father God, thank you for your word, and just, uh, Lord, help us to see what you have for us today uh, about uh, our relationship with you and how we should live our lives and uh, uh, what it's all about, Lord, and, and just internalize your word and your truth in our lives and transform us. Uh, in Jesus' name, thank you. Amen. So the first lesson today, um, the first music lesson is... Uh, the first lesson in horn blowing is number one, don't blow your own horn to make yourself look good to others. Verse two, Jesus said, which we just read, when you get to the needy, sound no trumpet. Um, you know, Jesus is our righteousness. He's our goodness. We have none in ourselves. So, I mean, we've already established that, I believe. Uh, can you maybe imagine... Uh, someone in Jesus's day, maybe a Pharisee, um, who really liked the, the, uh, for other people to, to just make awe about them. Can you imagine a Pharisee having one of his servants just walk before him and, and just as they stand out in the middle of the streets, blow a trumpet and then say this, out of the goodness of my master's heart, and in accordance and submission to the oracles of God, this great Pharisee, my master, he, he gives a percent of his income to the poor on a regular basis. So gather around, gather around this day, all you unworthy sinners, and, and receive bounty from my master. You know, it's the same today, you know. Human beings tend to blow their own horn. We, we want to be exalted and look good. We don't want to look bad. Um, so, I mean, it's true, even now. Can you think of any politicians that uh, maybe have ever bragged on themselves? Mm, let me think here. Huh. Give me another second. Boy, this is... I really cannot think of any politicians who have ever not bragged on themselves, can you? Uh, you know, same with businesses. I mean, when businesses uh, give to charity, many times I think they do that just so they can use it in advertising to brag on how wonderful they are and how you ought to trust them with your money, right? Um, you know, it's, it's it seems to be all about us. And we even write books about it. Um, I think you can buy these on Amazon. You can check it out. Here's some titles. Brag, the art of tooting your own horn without blowing it. Here's another. Brag your way to success. Or maybe you've read this one. 30 days of putting yourself first. Here's another. Yes, it's all about you. Wow. Here's another. Sound the trumpet. How to blow your own horn. I don't need anybody to teach me that, unless it's Jesus, right? And then finally, the book of me, putting yourself first. I mean, our, you know, the way we, we're so confused that we're willing to just put this right out in the open. This is what I believe, that it should be all about us. Wow. But then, I shouldn't be surprised. That's the way the world thinks. Uh, you might remember King Herod in the book of Acts, uh, chapter 12, verse 21, beginning there. King Herod, uh, here's what uh, it is said about him. Luke says this, I think, about him. On an appointed day, Herod 
put on his royal robes, took his seat upon the throne, and delivered an oration to them. And the people were shouting, The voice of a god and not a man. And immediately the angel, an angel of the Lord struck him down because he did not give God the glory. And he was eaten by worms and breathed his last. But the word of God increased and multiplied. Look, you know, even if it's someone else that's bragging on us or exalting us in some way, uh, like the people did to Herod, we, we should... We should not let them do that without taking a stand. We should give God the glory. We have nothing to brag about in ourselves. Romans 3.12 says, All have turned aside. Together they have become worthless. No one does good, not even one. So, so first, uh, in the first lesson, we've, we've learned how to not blow our own horn to be seen by men so that they might see our greatness. Um, so, but how should we blow our own horn before men? Well, it would be to brag on Jesus to the world. You know, uh, don't crowd the spotlight from Jesus. You know, he's the star. Don't step in front of him. Um, you know, we can be supporting actors uh, that make him shine. We can operate the curtains and, and point the spotlight right on him. Uh, no. If we do address the camera, if we do speak, you know, we can be the best supporting actors that that make him look as great as he really is. Now, we need to blow the trumpet for Jesus. All right? So that's the first lesson, to brag on Jesus to others. Number two lesson is this. Don't blow your own horn to yourself. You know, or rather, don't dwell on your own greatness. You don't have any, Right? Um, it kind of sounds weird when I say it out loud, but, but don't blow your own horn to yourself. Matthew 6, 3, uh, which we are our opening text. But when you give to the needy, Jesus says, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. That seems kind of strange to say that, right? But that got people to thinking. And actually, maybe you've heard of this. There is actually a medical condition known as alien hand syndrome. And you can Google that. Um, it's where one hand of a person seems to have a mind of its own. It, it moves as though it is willfully controlled by an alien source and not uh, the one whose hand it is. Yes. Uh, for example, a person's right hand may grab their, their own throat and start strangling themselves and, you know, the rest of the body wasn't informed, and they don't know what's going on. Um, or maybe the person may take their left hand and start scratching out their eyes. So, you know, usually the brain um, communicates with the whole body, so we can all work together and support one another on a, uh, any given project. Like, for example, if you're threading a needle, your right hand kind of needs to know what the left hand is doing. Or if, you're, if your doctor is doing brain surgery on you, you, you hope that his left hand knows what his right hand is doing. If you're, you're texting while driving, which I certainly hope you will not do ever, but if you do, you, you need your left hand to know what your right hand is doing. So, but, but still yet, Jesus is actually saying that there is a time 
and a place for not letting your left hand know what your right hand's doing. And, it, and that time is when you think about bragging on yourself, to yourself, and dwelling on your goodness, which you don't have, uh, then alien hand syndrome is good. Um, and when it comes to salvation, Ephesians 2.8 says this, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. So, so look, it's not our, we have nothing to brag about. And then verse 10 says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works. So not only is our salvation, not, we can't brag about that, but we can also not brag about any good work we do, because Christ is working in us and, and making us in, into what we need to be. So number one, tip for playing a musical instrument. Uh, don't blow a trumpet to show others how great you are. Don't blow a trumpet to remind yourself of your greatness because you're not. Go ahead and, and have alien hand syndrome in, in these types of situations. And then finally, in closing, number three tip for playing a musical instrument such as a trumpet. Um, let's see, don't blow your own horn to God about don't try to tell him that you're good, right? Um, in fact, on the other hand, rather praise and worship Christ uh, directly and personally. Tell him how awesome he is. So, so you're going to blow the horn of God's greatness, right? Verse 4 says, uh, in our, our text says, And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. So we don't have to, to let him know um, about anything we do. Any of the good works we do, he is the one that's working them out in our life. They didn't originate from us. They don't come from us. Um, we didn't have anything good in us. It's all Jesus. He's the glorious one. Uh, but even if we do something good, motivated by him, and we do it in the in the darkness and in the shadows, not to be bragging on ourselves, God always sees it. We don't have to tell God about it. And and He does grant rewards, even though we don't deserve them of ourselves. Uh, still yet, at the end of the day, and as a foundational truth in all the things God gives us, um, it's all for His glory. We, we never have any reason to blow a trumpet, to, to make ourselves look good to others, to ourselves, or to God. All right, those three things. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for your word, Lord. Um, forgive us where we fail you, Lord. Help us to go forth from here and remember that you're the one that's all glorious. Help us to dwell on that. Lord, help us to brag on you to others uh, for that reason, Lord, of your awesomeness. And help us to, to tell you often, Lord, of, of how awesome you are, Lord. Help that. That's where we get our joy, Lord, in, in you, you being all glorious, Lord. Without you being all glorious, we would, we would be nothing. We, we would have no mercy, no grace in our life, Lord. Uh, and you give us all things through your Son, Lord. Thank you for that. 
you're the one that's awesome. In Jesus' name, amen.